Hi, I'm Danny Simon, and I lead the New Life Fellowship Church here at Manipal. I'm so glad that you tuned in with us today to listen to our audio podcast. Do subscribe so that you can tune in every week. You know, I believe that a spoken word can change lives, and my prayer and my hope is that as you listen to today's message, it will change your life as you know it. Enjoy the message. Um, as usual, you know, I mean, um, I'm so glad, you know, for all of you, you could come this morning. Okay. Especially the ones who's joining online. Okay. Why I'm very happy that, you know, you could come this morning is because I'm really excited. Okay. I'm really excited. Why? Because we are starting a brand new series today. How many of you are excited for a brand new series? All right. Okay. And why I'm saying, you know, this is exciting for me. I mean, when you hear, you know, what we're going to talk about, you may not be that excited. Okay, but I'm just saying, you know, it's exciting for me because um, let me say this, you know, right from the upstart of this series, this is something that the Lord has really been laying on my heart for over the last couple of weeks. All right. And, and um, I'll be very honest with you. This is not an easy topic to really get into. This is not an easy topic to deal with when you look at it, you know, from that angle. All right. And um, well, I'm just praying that, you know, God would speak to you as much as he spoke to me over the last couple of weeks in the next couple of weeks that we're going to be looking into this series. So we're starting this brand new series. I've titled it as Losing to Win. Okay. Uh, yeah, the series title is very small. Okay. <laughs> the series title is called Losing to Win. Many times, you know, we think about winning. We'll think about that. I'll, I'll get back to, you know, why I titled this message like that. And today is week one where we're going to look at this one thing that's called as the choice. All right. That's called as the choice that we often need to make. Now, this is why I'm saying, you know, this may not be a very happy series for all of us. Okay. Because here's what I know. I mean, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, if you, you know, regularly read your Bibles, you know, many times, at least for me, I don't know about you, but at least for me, whenever I read through the Bible, you know what stories really excite me? Okay. I like those, you know, that from nobody to somebody's kind of stories, right? I mean, I mean, if you remember, you know, we did a series some time ago, we called it I Dream, where we looked in the life of Joseph. You remember Joseph was a nobody. He was just a young teenage boy who had all these dreams, you know, which he believed was from God. All right. And we saw right through that whole process where he was a nobody till God appointed him to a place where he became somebody. You remember that story? Some of you do. All right. Then, you know, we think about um, the boy David. What's the favorite story when you think about David's story? At least the boy David story. David and Goliath, exactly. I mean, it's a story, you know, if you've grown up in church, you've heard the story right from the upstart. And why it's exciting is because, man, here's this young boy. He has no weapons. He has no armor, nothing. He goes to meet this giant and all he has is what? What did he have? He had a sling and he had how many? Five stones, yeah. And man, you know, you know, one stone and, you know, this big giant just knocks on. And those are exciting stories, you know, when you go through the Bible. And those are the stories that excite me. And I realized that, you know, when you go through the Bible, there's literally three kinds of things that you find in the Bible. One is these kind of stories that inspire you, that excite you. Okay. Then there's those parts of the Bible where you don't really, you're not very happy about it. You like to, if possible, you know, just completely, you know, wish it wasn't there kind of a thing. All right. You remember when Jesus said, you know, you got to um, love your enemies. All right. How many of you are excited with that? 
okay because it's not an easy thing and you're thinking like okay man how am i going to love my enemies okay sometimes you know we we also jesus said this okay you got to love your neighbor as you love yourself you remember that one okay and what if your neighbor is a very difficult person to love i mean we dealt with you know dealing with difficult people you know in the previous series but i'm just saying you know some of the teachings that is there in the bible you know you think like okay i'm not sure i really like those okay i'm not sure i like those so here's what i've realized okay the stuff that you like in the bible the stuff that you don't like in the bible because man forgive each other okay how many of you think forgiveness is a big thing forgiveness is not something that's easy to do especially if you have to forgive somebody who's hurt you and who's hurt you really really bad okay and it's you know it's not something that we like all right but there's a third category i've noticed in the bible that when we read through we kind of a little skeptical about it there's one portion that we like the inspiring stories there's one portion you know that you don't like and here's a third part the third part are scriptures or the verses you know that we generally like to just skip over all right what do i mean by skip over you read through that verse and it doesn't make sense and you're like okay man that's like really difficult to digest you know that's like really difficult to take in so you prefer to skip over you pretend like you don't understand and you just wish or pretend like it's not there and you just go on to the next verse can i give you an example all right at the beginning of the series okay this is a verse that i'll come back to later even today all right but um, you know when jesus was talking about this topic he didn't give any introduction okay and that's what i want to kind of do in our series today i'm not going to give you a fancy great introduction okay and then build it up on that jesus just directly got into this message so that's what we're going to do we're just directly going to get into this message okay i want you to look at what jesus says here in the book of matthew's gospel chapter 16 verse 25 jesus just straight off jumped into this verse you know in that context there here's what he says for whoever desires to save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it I don't know if you have read this verse and you just skipped over. You know like it's just move forward. Okay, Jesus okay, fine. I don't know what it means. I am not sure I want to understand what it really means. Let me just move over to the next verse. And I don't know about you because you know when you read this verse somehow the emphasis, you know what Jesus is saying there is on that one word losing. Did you do see that? Because he says in the first part of that verse whoever desires to save his life will lose it. but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it the emphasis is on the word losing now i don't know about you but i know this about myself i'm a super competitive guy all right i don't like the whole idea or concept of losing all right when i want to get into something i want to make sure if i'm getting into something i've got to win it I've got to be able to win it you know at some point and and you know growing up I remember in school days I'm sure you've heard of this statement okay you know when you get into a race competition or any kind of competition for that matter all right you know what was regularly that was you know the 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 one term or the one sentence that was repeatedly said it does not matter who wins what's important is is the participation you've heard that i mean i'm so glad that you're with me all right you we've all heard that statement right and i don't know if you've heard this the another statement that i said oh losing doesn't mean that it's the end of the world okay there's more competitions there's more stuff that you can get into and i'm thinking you know whoever came up with that kind of a statement huh i mean who's the person who coined up that statement in the first place and i'm trying to figure out and guess who do you think would have come up with a statement like that someone who lost right 
someone would invent some loser would have come up with that statement and said you know what winning isn't everything you know it's participation that counts in okay and and i'm just saying you know it's so difficult for it was very difficult for me to digest that statement i'm like man how can you just be so happy the fact that you lost and you know, here's you know here's this reality you know that i realized about our life in general the reality is all of us wants to win all of us wants to win i mean i want you to think about this okay have you ever been happy with the fact that you lost slash giving up slash fail all right i mean most of you are college students here right i mean think about you know you have an exam to give and you'll be like ha ah, it's okay man i got to lose this one time i'll just fail this one time you know i mean it's okay have you ever attempted an exam like that hello talk to me have you ever said that oh man it's okay to fail once i mean you know winning is in everything it's a participation i wrote the exam that's what matters have you ever said that of course not okay i'm just saying you know maybe you know you're not as you know competitive as i am but you definitely even if you're not as competitive as anybody else you know for this fact that listen you don't want to be in a place where you're always losing you want to win you want to make sure at least okay if there's an exam maybe i may not be in the first you know top 10 but at least i want to make sure i pass and i move forward we don't like this whole concept of losing we all want to win we all want to win in our relationships we all want to win in our you know our studies we all want to win in our careers you know most of us you know who are here in manipal you're here because you want to finish a degree and you want to get a good job so that you can be successful in your life this whole concept of failing or giving up or you know being able to face losses in your life is never a concept that you really want to get into and you know what the culture has done the world outside has done the world outside has only popularized you know more and more about this winning they're trying to diminish the whole concept of losing i don't know if any one of you is familiar with this terminology called win win situation have you heard of that win win situation okay win win situation is more like you know what um you win i win all right like so for example you know people are getting into a deal and somebody is selling somebody something so the person who is buying that thing is thinking that listen i'm winning something when i'm buying this and the person who's selling him that thing is thinking that i'm also winning because hey i'm getting the money or you know something in return for what i'm selling to that person the whole concept of win win situation has minimized the whole idea of losing out or failing or giving up or sacrifice if i were to take it to one step further but here in this whole concept jesus is emphasizing on the word losing he's emphasizing on the fact that listen if you want to go forward you've got to lose and and <laughs> i mean i i remember you know like um, like couple of times you know when you think about the whole idea of you know winning i mean not only do we want to win i mean if you th- actually think about it we like to role model our lives after the winners isn't that true i mean maybe the area which i want to win may not be the same area that you want to win all right but you look for those places or you look for those people who want to win in your areas if like let me let me just put it this way if i were to sit down with you one on one and i were to ask you listen tell me one area in your life that you're passionate about that you know you want to really win in that one area and you would tell me those things and i'm sure you have role models in that area of your life where you say that listen that's the kind of person i'm looking to be or that's the kind of person i want to model my life after this whole winning situation is something 
that you know we keep constantly running but Jesus somehow here he comes in and he places his fact on the emphasis on losing rather than winning now let me just take this one step further if you're a person of faith this morning if you're a person who follows Jesus Christ many times following Jesus Christ or sticking to your faith often i don't know about you i don't know if you ever felt this way you feel like it's losing you feel like you know man when the day that i decided to follow jesus christ the day that i've been walking in my faith and i've been walking with the lord i've always realized i've been losing out on certain things in life okay let me give you an example all right when you make a decision in your life especially if you're a person of faith what do you think many times you have to place your faith first before you make your decision in regard to anything that is there for example okay most of you are college students here and i'm sure you know your parents would send you an x amount of money right and because you're a person of faith what's the first thing that you're ideally supposed to do with that money tithes and offerings all right and but when you look at your people you know you look at your friends who do not follow jesus you know they don't have this whole concept of tithes and offering so every money that seems to be coming to them it looks like you man they have that whole money but for you because you're a person of faith you have to take aside this money and you have to give it to god why because god commands that in his word are you getting this and many times you know we feel like man they seem to be moving forward i mean let me give you another example okay sometimes you know um I mean I don't know the college or maybe your friends you know they're planning a party or they're planning some outing or something like that and it happens to be on a sunday morning but you know you you have to put the brake on that why because man you're a person of faith and sunday morning where should you be found here exactly and you don't want to be here why because your friend seems to be out there and they seem to be enjoying they seem to be having the life of their time and man you're you're here why because of your faith and because you have decided that man this is where god wants you to be you feel like man i'm missing out i'm losing out on the things which my friends seems to be enjoying and they seem to be going forward with let me give you one more example are you ready okay exam is coming i mean you know you haven't finished the portion that you're supposed to be studying your friends haven't finished the portion that they're supposed to be studying but they're planning by hook or crook somehow to exam you know cheat or copy or whatever it is and somehow get through the exam and get good marks but because you're a person of faith what do you do You're like no i don't think i can do that and your friends are sitting there and they're making all their plans how to cheat how to copy and all of those things and you're like this odd one out because you're of the person of faith and you know you can't do that you know you know god is not pleased with all of those things that's running in your mind and you come into this place where you say that you know what good marks or less marks it's okay but i will not do something which god does not want me to do and your friends look at you and they think that man you're crazy when their results come they have better marks than you and you think that lord i sat this out for you and see what i got i don't know if ever you've come into a place where you felt like man because i chose to follow jesus christ i seem to be losing out on the things in life where my friends and everybody else who's not people of faith seems to be going forward seems to be making breakthrough after breakthrough in their life you see the concept of losing is something i want to say this okay up front in the beginning of the series it's something that jesus kept emphasizing on right through the whole four gospels You know the historical accounts of Jesus Matthew Mark Luke and John Jesus kept emphasizing on this whole concept that listen if you're going to follow me you're going to lose out on a lot of things 
and it's not something you know it's not like you know modern popular teachers of the day when they say that man if you follow us you will be successful you will be this and you will be that jesus somehow had a different kind of concept that he brought in he said listen if you're going to be following me you are going to be losing certain things in your life you know the verses that i want us to look at this morning all right it's a context which some of us are very familiar with i mean if you've been in church for a long time if you've been you know reading through scripture this is a very very familiar passage of scripture it's a conversation that happens between jesus peter and his disciples okay and jesus is imposing this question on the disciples and that's where i want to pick up reading from this morning all right here's what jesus says okay mark's gospel chapter 8 verse 29 to 32 jesus said to them but who do you say that i am peter answered and said to him you are the christ Now let's just stop there for a moment. Jesus asked the disciples, "Hey, who do you say that I am?" And Peter amongst all the disciples he stands up and he says, "Jesus, I know who you are. You are Christ." All right? What did he mean when he said that you are Christ? Here's what Peter was emphasizing on. Peter knew a little bit of the prophecies that was told in the Old Testament. He knew a few things that had happened in the background and he's saying, "Listen God, Jesus, we know who you are." You're the son of the living God. You are the Messiah. You are the promised one. You are the king that you know God said that he would send us to deliver us from this place that we are in. And you are all of these things that you know we've been looking for. You're the king that we've been waiting for all these so many years. Okay? And I want you to picture this situation here. The disciples are there, Peter is there, Jesus is here. Jesus has asked this question. Peter stands up amongst all the disciples and he gives his answer. And the disciples are also looking at this conversation that's going on between Peter and Jesus. And he's looking and and you know the P- disciples are waiting to see if Jesus would confirm, you know, what Peter is saying was actually true or not. Are you with me still? All right? And and you know the disciples on looking jesus goes on to confirm it and then verse 30 he says you know then he strictly warned them that they should tell no one about him verse 31 and he began to teach them that the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders the chief priests and scribes and be killed and after 3 days rise again jesus on hearing the revelation that peter had he prepare he starts to prepare them for the things that jesus was going to go through in the next few weeks to come and you need to understand peter is standing in the midst of this and there's a struggle that starts developing inside of the mind of peter which is why if you look at you know the next verse verse 32 he spoke this word openly notice like i said before jesus never hid about these things he openly spoke about it then peter took him aside and began to rebuke him Let's remember the situation. Jesus, Peter and all the disciples are gathered together. Jesus asks this question, Peter responds, and Jesus says, "Yes, that's right." Okay, but these are the things that I'm going to go have to go through. I'm going to be rejected, I'm going to be killed, and I will rise again on the third day. All right? Gospel in a nutshell. Okay. But Peter begins to go through the struggle inside of his mind, inside of his heart. and as soon as jesus finished speaking he pulls jesus jesus come here for a moment come here for a moment all right okay he pulls him aside and he starts to rebuke him as that's what the word says and i want you to understand why peter was struggling inside of his heart and inside of his mind you see jesus had started becoming popular during that time okay let's let's just go back a few steps you know in jesus's life he was performing miracles 
all right every time he walked into a town people would gather around him with the sick with the lame with you know the ones who were demon possessed they would bring him to bring them to him why because they believed that jesus could heal them from everything that they were struggling and suffering with every time you know he started speaking he opened up into a sermon how many people would gather jesus fed how many people you remember that story how many people 5000 men is what they say all right and the history the record says you know they had no idea how many women and children were also there assuming that you know it was a huge huge crowd so jesus was increasingly becoming popular as a teacher as a healer and guess who also was becoming popular along with jesus so i want you to picture this okay jesus instagram verified blue tick account okay so who are also getting blue ticks along with jesus now picture me with me with this who who's getting it the disciples yes they are also becoming popular why man you're the closest to him man you're you're the one so always walking talking i mean you you hear jesus so well and you're always all the time with jesus so all of them are getting increasingly number of popular so i'm imagining jesus had 1 million followers okay postmodern age okay if he had an instagram account i don't know okay and 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 you know here's here's peter and this thing okay they're competing with each other listen i've got 200 more than you you know i mean i don't know what's going on inside of their minds of course we have records of all of those things that they had a competition going on we we looked at that previously and peter when he hears the whole idea that listen jesus is going to die that he's got to suffer and then he's got to die the whole idea that man jesus this popular figure and we are also becoming popular because of him that all of these things is popularity and everything that we are having right now it's going to come to an end that was something that peter could not process completely and i want you to picture you know what is happening in the conversation between because we don't have a record of that but i want you to picture the conversation that's happening between peter and jesus in this situation it says that peter was rebuking i'm assuming that the conversation that peter was telling jesus or the words that jesus was being spoken to by peter was going on like this jesus are you out of your mind none of these things you know that you said is going to happen you know what i'll stand for you jesus all right i'll fight for you i mean you're the promised one you're the messiah you know none of these things can happily happen you're the anointed one how can god allow all these things to happen to you no 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 this is not going to happen all right we're going to move forward you're winning jesus so many people are you know starting to believe on god because of you we are on this movement and we are going to move forward and we're going to do all of these things together and here's what i want us to understand about peter what i want us to understand about us in general peter had a plan peter had an idea or sense of vision that hey man this is what my life is going to look like in the time to come because of you know the increasing number of popularity and probably the followers and probably all of those things that was happening he had certain things he had pictured in his mind and suddenly when jesus brings this concept that listen guys i'm going to die soon i'm going to suffer and i'm going to die and i'm going to be rejected by every one of these elders and priests and scribes and everybody people are going to outrightly reject me and when they reject me guess what they're going to reject you and that was not something that peter had been prepared for and guess what and i don't think peter had signed up for this whole idea that listen i'm going to come into a place where i'm going to lose out on these certain things so here's a concept that i want us to grasp many times you know we think that man when we are following jesus everything is going to set right everything is going to you know just fall into place and we're going to see miraculous things and we're going to you know think about all these breakthroughs and every one of those things but here's the truth that we need to understand about jesus 
when we come to start following Jesus there are things that we will end up losing and it's not in a bad note I'll, I'll tell you why it's not in a bad note just in a moment and Peter could not in this position Peter could not process the fact that he was going to lose out on everything that he had gained you know in the years that he had been walking with Jesus Christ and what do you think Jesus should have responded with I mean we all know about the loving Jesus right Jesus should have understood man Peter struggling in his mind with his thoughts and all these plans and you know all of these things and we are expecting Jesus to be I don't know empathetic sympathetic all right and all of those things and you know what I don't know have you ever seen the confrontational Jesus you haven't well you want to see it right now let's just go ahead okay Mark's gospel okay the next verse chapter 8 verse 33 but when he had turned around we left with peter was rebuking jesus all right and i wanted to picture the situation again where's peter and jesus they're standing aside from the disciples so i'm assuming this is jesus i know i'm taking the position of jesus all right so here's peter peter's talking and peter's like no oh, no he goes back straight to his disciples and look at what he says okay he rebuked peter in front of his disciples he rebuked peter and he said what did he say get behind me satan for you are not mindful of the things of god but of the things of men you're not mindful of the things of god you're mindful of the things of men what do you think is running through peter's mind when he hears this rebuke jesus didn't you hear anything i said you know i'm concerned i'm just concerned about you know where we're going with our future where we're heading you know man but because I, i you know i thought this is where we're going forward with i thought you know and and let me just give you a little context of the story okay because you know the 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 old testament prophecy said that jesus was going to be king and the many of the prophets the pharisees all of them believed that jesus christ when he was going to be the king he was going to be the king of that nation of israel just like king david was and so many of the disciples also thought that listen since jesus is the promised one since he is the king the promised king when he becomes king we will also have positions in the kingdom just like you know some of the other people had it was a place where they had to go through rejection and they felt like they were losing everything that they could hold on to till that point of time and here's peter you know instead of being compassionate here's what jesus says get behind me satan for you're not mindful of the things of god but of the things of men do you think that was a problem let me ask you this church i want you to look at that statement right there just put it up you're not mindful of the things of god but of the things of men is that a problem because i'm just you know just for one minute you know let's just step into peter's mind isn't it true that in my life and in your life we have concerns about our own lives isn't it true that we have things you know that man you know i've got this coming i need this to do i need you know to make sure that this is done and that is and we all have our responsibilities we all have things you know that concerns our mind about things that we need to do yes or no yes we do so what was the problem here i mean yes it's a thing of man yes i need to be concerned about you know am i going to eat lunch today how many of you are eating lunch this afternoon don't worry i won't ask for an invite i promise you <laughs> okay and how many of you already have plans about what you're going to eat at least one is honest about that and i'm just saying we all have plans we all have things you know that we're looking forward to but the emphasis here and this is what i wanted to catch 
Jesus is not saying that listen you being mindful of the things of man is a problem no 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 but the problem is that you're more mindful about the things of man more than the things of god and that's a problem you know here's here's two things i believe you know what jesus was trying to communicate through this one statement here all right you ready okay here's the first thing i believe jesus was trying to communicate the first thing jesus was trying to communicate is hey listen what's your priority what's your priority because if you're going to be prioritizing over the things that you are concerned about in your life your plans and everything that you know you are dealing with you're going to minimize the things of god in of inside of your life in fact let me put it this way when we start being more concerned about the things that is happening in our lives more than the things of god satan has an access into our lives and he messes up our minds completely let me give you an example all right let's say maybe you're a person of faith and let's say you know you've given time to the lord in the morning hours how many of you wake up in the morning and pray any morning people here yeah okay fine all right and let's say you know for some reason whatsoever you know you got a plate all right what's the first thing that you will compromise on or other you know you mean let's say okay let me give an example straight up example okay let's say you've given you know morning okay listen i'm going to be waking up early in the morning so i'm going to wake up at 5:30 in the morning and i'm going to give 5:30 to 7:00 you know one and a half hours to spend time in god's presence praying and spend time you know meditating studying god's word and you know i'll get my you know quiet time done in the morning hours and let's say you wake up at 7:30 and you have class at 8:00 what's going to what's running in your mind now you're going to say listen i know lord i had committed time in the morning but i slept off hey i'm sorry but i've got to get to class at 8 o'clock i can't miss that and you would run off for class compromising on the time that you would actually spend in the presence of lord nowhere and i'm sure none of us you know at any point of time would have thought hey listen lord i had promise that i would give you one and a half hours in the morning i woke up only at 7:30 today morning i'm going to give you know 7:30 till what one and a half hours this is like what till 9 o'clock right i'm going to give you time from 7:30 to 9 and i'm going to go to class only at 9 o'clock anybody did that we don't why because our priority is making sure that we get to class on time hello talk to me you get what i'm saying Jesus is asking this one question when he makes a statement listen what is your priority what are you prioritizing your things on and your priority can i tell you this church is determined by what you do in your actions and not by what you speak or what you think many times you know our actions determine our priorities and people look at us they can look at our actions that we're doing and say that listen is god really important or is god really the first thing in your life or not they can easily say that why because they see what you do they see how you speak they see how you live your life and many times you know that's what jesus is saying one of the things that jesus is emphasizing here is exactly that listen who's more important in your life is the things of god more important or is it the things of man and let me get this straight now i want you to get this straight jesus is not trying to say that you should not be concerned about your stuff as well but when you start prioritizing god everything that you know you want to do ultimately comes into play as well that's one thing here's the second thing that i believe that he's saying all right 
when he says this statement, here's what the second thing that is. You always have a choice. Can I tell you this just from a little bit of my experience and my walking with the Lord? You will always come into a place where you will have to choose between the things of God versus the things of man. You will always have to. You will always be in a situation where you're choosing, you're, you're finding yourself in a place where you have to choose between the things of God versus the things of man. And the choice that you make ultimately determines where you're going to go with it. Many times, you know, like I said earlier, when it comes, you know, to an exam, I've seen this so often. If there's an exam tomorrow, what's the first thing that you want to miss? If there's a cell group, ah, I don't think I can come for cell group. Exam tomorrow, I've got to study, that's more important. If there's church, oh man, I don't think, you know, tomorrow is exam is starting and I haven't finished. There's tons of portion, you know, to study. You'll always find yourself in a place where you have to choose between the things of God versus the things of man. Sometimes, you know, like I said earlier, you know, there might be an outing or there might be some sporting event, something that's going on where you have to choose between this versus you choose that. What are you going to choose? Sometimes, you know, genuine reasons that I've seen, hey, I have class. I can't miss this class, man. I mean, you know, attendance is counted. All of these things are counted. And the first place that we always choose to, you know, lose out on is the presence of God, is the place of God. And let me put it this way, like the way Jesus said it, the things of God. We put it on the back burner. Why? Because we think, hey man, it's okay. God will forgive, right? But I will not get this chance again. I will not get this opportunity again. I need to go behind these things. And Jesus is saying, listen, you have a choice. You always have a choice. All right. Let me give you an example. I mean, I remember long back, I think this was almost like 15, 16 years ago when, you know, there was a course that I was attending on. All right. And it was an expensive course. And I remember, you know, it was a one week thing that we used to have like every three months. And uh, one of the classes was on Sunday morning. All right. And Sunday morning, they would often try to cover the most important topic in that whole session that they were having that entire week. And I remember, you know, that Sunday morning, I, I remember, you know, juggling between this option, whether should I have to go to church or should I attend this? Because if I miss this, I'm going to miss out on a lot of important portion and topics that they're going to be covering in that entire one week course. You know what I did? Guess what I did? Painstakingly, I decided that, listen, I'm going to go to church and it's okay if I miss out on some of the important topics that they're going to cover. Man, God first, Lord, you take care of whatever is going to be there. I took that decision. I went there, all right? And I'll not forget, I think the classes started by around 9 o'clock and this was in Chennai. So they had an early morning service from 7.30 to 9. So I was missing out and the distance between my venue where the course was happening and the church was like almost one hour apart. So I reached, you know, everything said and done with the traffic, everything. I reached my course venue by around 11 o'clock in the morning. And as soon as I walked in, you know, I get this big angry look, you know, from the lecturer who's standing in the front. He's like, where have you been? We've covered up most of the important things. And I just look at him, sir. Sorry, sir. I, I can't miss church. I went to church and I came. This was the first time. Following, you know, two months later, we had the second course that was going on again on the week. And again, you know, he had scheduled, you know, the Sunday morning to be the place where he wanted to cover up a lot more topics. And as soon as, you know, Saturday evening, when he mentioned that, okay, tomorrow morning, I'm going to do this, this and this. You know where he looks at? He looks at me. 
you're not going to be there are you openly in the class in front of everybody ask me you're not going to be there tomorrow morning are you okay he just you know gives us sign deep sign of breath and he says okay comes back okay next day morning as scheduled i go to church i reach back the course venue at 11 o'clock again and then this time you know when i walked into the the course lecture he looks at me oh you're back church over how was church church was good sir okay come and i sat down and i realized that morning just for my sake he had skipped up most of the important topics why because he didn't want me to miss it and he said listen i'm doing this for you i said thank you so much sir and i'm just saying listen what's your choice what's the choice that you're willing to make and that's what i believe jesus was trying to look at and that's what i believe jesus was trying to point out and say listen when you are in a situation where you have to choose between the things of god and the things of man you will always be faced with a choice and what choice are you going to make then determines the outcome of where you're going to go with but here's what i don't want us to miss you know in this entire passage jesus when he made this statement He knew that the disciples did not understand it at that point of time. You know, all that popularity, everything that had been gained up till that point had come into a place where he said that listen, okay, yes, we've been doing a lot of miracles, we've been teaching, we've been, you know, healing and preaching. All of these things are happening on the side by time. But listen, now is a time when we have to lose what we have been gaining. all these followers you know we're going to have to lose them we're going to have to go through a period of rejection we're going to have to go through a period where people are going to look down on us and people are going to you know hate us you know for what we have been doing all this time and i want you to understand and here's what jesus knew at that point of time the disciples did not know it then but they would catch on later on they would understand it much later jesus knew that in order to win something significantly he had to go through this process of loss right now He knew that all of this popularity all of these things we're going to have to lose this right now so that we can win something later and Jesus wanted to go through that rejection Jesus wanted to go through that you know that pain of loss Jesus wanted to go through that you know that death and ultimately you know be resurrected on the third day do you know why he wanted to go through that because he knew that if he was to go through this period of loss right now you know what he would win in the end he would win you know there would be a great immeasurable gain for jesus christ himself there would be a great immeasurable gain for the disciples themselves and there would be a great gain for me and for you if jesus had not decided that listen i'm going to lose out on all of these things that i have i'm going to go through the significant loss right now i know it looks significant i know at this point of time that it looks like we're losing everything that we have but if we do not go through this we will not win what god wants us to win at the end of the day and that is what church i want us to understand listen and and he knew you know the thing that you know peter and the disciples were fighting at that point of time was not you know the fact that listen they're going to lose the feelings of the fact that man i'm going to lose out on all of these things because i'm following jesus christ is something that he did not want them to go through and even if he was going through those losses even if he was going through you know all of those feelings he wanted to come into a place but listen even if you feel like you're losing right now you're going to win in the end 
immediately you know jesus breaks out into a sermon mark's gospel chapter 8 8 verse 34 when he had called the people to himself with his disciples also he said to them whoever desires to come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me so it is not easy like i said in the beginning of the series there's not something there's not a series that you would probably enjoy but this is what jesus said whoever chooses to follow me if you're going to follow jesus christ church i want you to remember this. this is what jesus is saying you have to deny yourself you have to deny yourself your plans your dreams you got to come to a place where you're willing to put all of those things on the cross for the lord jesus christ are you willing to do that are you willing to put up everything that you love and you desire and you greatly yearn for so long to put it on the cross and say lord jesus i want to put all of these things on the cross and i want to go to the place where you're leading me to go to and he he follows up with the verse you know that we read late in the beginning of the message mark's gospel verse chapter 8 verse 35 for whoever desires to save his life will lose it for whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it the cost of following jesus christ is not easy and many times we have to come into a place where we're going to willing to be going through that phase of rejection you know you might be rejected by all of your friends and all of your peers and all of that and you know you will always come into a place where you're trying to decide between okay listen do i go with my friends or do i go with the lord and i'm telling you many times we will be tempted you know to go with our friends why because we don't want to have rejection we don't want them to push us aside we don't want them to you know put us into a place and man maybe you know i'm going to lose out on my friendships because of the fact that i follow jesus christ are you willing to come into a place of that place of loss where you might lose all your friends because of your faith where you might lose everything that you've loved dearly because of your faith there's a price that you have to pay if you have to follow the lord jesus christ at some point in your life and that is exactly what jesus is trying to say here you know when the whole idea of taking up your cross and you know can i tell you this the cross back then was not just an expensive piece of jewelry that you know most of the women hang around their necks you know what the cross meant you know back in the day the cross signified persecution the cross signified death And when he said, you know, you have to carry your cross. You know what the disciples and the people who were gathered who were listening to Jesus, you know what they were going through their minds? You're saying Jesus, everything we have to, you know, put it on the cross, and everything we have to put to the death if we're going to have to follow you. You know what Jesus openly said? Yes. I don't know if you're aware. There are people, real life people today, who have lost their lives simply because they were following the Lord Jesus Christ as a personal and savior. so many people have put their lives on the line they put their plans they put their desires everything and said that lord it's you first and then only all of these things if this is a part of you know what you want my life to go through then fine i'll go ahead but you first and i know if i have to follow you i'm going to have to sacrifice a lot of things you know to follow you i know that i have to pay a expensive heavy cost to follow you and i'm willing to do all of those things why because you have set the example before me Jesus went through that loss. Jesus went through that sacrifice. Jesus went through all of those things. Why? Because he knew that listen, if he sacrificed himself on the cross, what was he gaining? Come on church, what was he gaining? He was gaining a relationship between you and the our heavenly father. He was gaining a relationship between you and our heavenly father. 
I want you to think about this, okay? I'm going to give you the principle which I want you to start, you know, thinking about as we get into this series, okay? Winning something significant involves choosing to lose something or someone else. Winning something significant involves choosing to lose something or someone else. Isn't that true? Okay, let me give you an example. You know these um, gold winners and champions, right, in sports? Do you think they go through heavy losses before they actually become a champion? Yes, they do. What do they lose? They lose a lot of calories. All right. They go through, they lose a lot of sleep. Why? Because they wake up early in the morning hours and they train their bodies, you know, to all of that physical and athletic training. Why? Because they know that, man, I have to lose out on my calories. I have to lose out on, you know, my sleep. I have to lose out on the parties that I could attend with my friends. Why? Because that extra time that I'm going to get, I'm going to spend time for training. And ultimately, you know, they train so hard, they lose out on so many other things that they could be enjoying in their lives. They come into a place where they decide that, listen, all of these things I'm going to lose right now so that I can become a winner later. Can I tell you this in a nutshell? Some of the biggest gold medal winners that we have today and some of the champions in the world today are the biggest losers at one point of time before they became the champion. Isn't that true? I want you to think about that. They were willing to sacrifice. They were willing to give up certain things that they liked. Why? Because they knew that they were going to win something in the later end. And that's a question that I want to ask you today. And that's what I want you to start wrestling with as we get into this series. You know, what is it that I need to lose so that I can win something significantly later on? And we know this, you know, some of us, you know, we've known this to be true right from our childhood days. Our parents keep telling us this all the time. Isn't that true? Hey, listen, study now. So that what? You'll have better options later on in your life. Isn't that true? Pay attention, you know, to their studies. Pay attention to this. Pay attention to that. Why? Because in the time to come, you will have the reward for the sacrifices that you're doing right now. The choice is in our hands. The choice is in our hands. What are we willing to choose to lose today? so that we can gain something in the latter end. I'll not forget, um, I mean, you, some of you know, you know our family story, okay? Um, we were married 2007. Our first son, eldest son, John, eight years old now. He was born in the year 2014. Seven years, no children. Medical doctors declared us unfit. And I remember, you know, Anuchechi, she was still working at that point of time. She, my wife, she was still working at that point of time. And and um, she had a decent job, decent salary. Okay, my clinic had just started off. It's not like, you know, income-wise, we were like really doing that well. And I remember, you know, like the time that she conceived our first child, okay, was the same time that she had a better job with a better salary in another college. You know, we remember because initially when she was conceived, you know, she had some of these health issues that was going on. We remember going to the doctor and the doctor told us, listen, if you can possibly go through a complete bed rest at this point of time, it would be the best for you and for your baby's health. And I remember, you know, going back home and me and Anu, you know, we, we're just talking to each other about this whole decision. What do we do? You know, there's a better job with a better salary. And it's not like, you know, we can't do without that extra income that's coming in from her salary. We could really do with that. But we remember coming to a place where we decide that, listen, you know what? 
What's more worth it is the fact that we've been waiting for this baby. We've been praying for this baby for such a long time. It's okay. Let go of the job. Because we knew that, you know, she couldn't handle the job as well as the pregnancy at that point of time. And here's what we decided. We chose to let go of that job. She gave in her resignation. She said, I don't want that offer. It was a really good offer. And I remember thinking, man, what would have happened if she had taken up that offer? But today, we have no regrets. Why? Because we knew that was the right decision to do at that point of time. The reason I bring up this up, church, and the beginning of the series, I want you to wrestle with these things because I know some of you, you know, this morning, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Listen, what have you chose to give up? What have you chose to sacrifice? What have you chose to lose so that you know that you're going to win in the time to come? And it's going to come at a price. You're going to have to pay a heavy price, you know, to follow Jesus Christ. Sometimes, you know, it involves, man, Saturday night, what are you going to be doing? In Manipal. It's a popular thing, right? Your friends, all of you are going. Are you willing to go with them so that you be one amongst the crowd? Are you willing to say that, listen, no, my faith will not allow me to be in a place like that and I'm not going. It's okay. You can reject me for all you want. I might lose out on a lot of friendships because of the whole of this thing. But are you willing to pay that price for the cost of your friendship simply because you're following Jesus Christ? That's a question that you have to keep asking yourself. That's a question that you will keep asking yourself for the rest of your life if you're walking with the Lord Jesus Christ because following Jesus Christ comes at paying a heavy, expensive price. Do you know why? Because He paid an expensive price for you and me. He did. He paid an expensive price for you and for me. And that's what he's saying. Listen, walking with Jesus is not a piece of cake. It's not all happiness and all of the time. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, it's a life of complete sorrow and suffering. There are happy moments too. There are times when, you know, God opens up doors where you know that otherwise nobody else would have opened up. But following Jesus Christ on a daily basis involves sacrificing and denying ourselves of some of the things that we want for him and are you willing to do that this day as we close you know two things that I want to tell because I know it's not an easy message to grasp I know it's not an easy message to digest but I want you to think about because some of you are in a place today when you know this what I'm talking about and you know there was a point of time when you should have chosen to lose out on certain things but you didn't when you look back, you regret at those moments. You wish you had chosen to lose. You wish you had chosen to give up some of those things and some of those friendships possibly so that you wouldn't be on the track that you are on today. Some of you are here this morning with regret. I know that. But some of you, on the other hand, are in a place where you know exactly what I'm talking about. You're in a place of choice. You're in a place of decision right now at this moment in your lives. And you know that, listen, I know I have to choose this path, but man, this path looks so open and so warm and so welcoming. But you know that if you go on that path, you're going to have to choose to lose some things in the later end. And if you choose this path, you're not going to see the things that you want to see at the end of the day or the end of that path. What are you going to choose to do? The choice is in my hands. It's in your hands. But here's what I believe this morning our Heavenly Father would tell to me and tell to you. Don't struggle through the fear of losing out today. Don't struggle through that. Because if you choose to lose the right things today, the promise that God gives for me and for you is that you're going to win something greater 
we may not know what it is right now but we are going to win something greater in the time to come that really spoke to me and i pray that it spoke to you as well i want you to remember this it doesn't matter what you're going through and where you're at our heavenly father is always with you i want to say this if you need prayer or you want to reach out to us send us an email or dm us on instagram you know let us know if we can serve you in any way just a reminder don't forget to subscribe so that you can tune in with us again and i'm really hoping to see you next week